Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space this week, not joined by my furry co-host Slade because earlier, uh, about half hour ago, he and I ran like three and a half miles. So he's pretty tired and he's conked out on the couch right now, a little too tired for his very intensive co-host duties of laying on the floor next to me. But nonetheless, you see I'm wearing my Swing from the Stars shirt yet again. Reason being, as I am recording this, it is Monday, May the 1st, and the first of a few photo drops from the Swing for the Stars event has been released on the Tiger Shulman social media. On, on uh, Instagram, they're at Tiger Shulman's. So check it out. You can see some great photos from the event, including uh, a great po- uh, photo of my student Catalina, uh, kind of going to work against Sensei Gaudino, and yet another uh, great photo of her in the corner uh, with my assistant instructor Dominic, and man oh man, just some really great photos from the event, a, a little summary about the event. If you guys haven't watched yet, make sure you guys go to my link tree, it's on this side, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. I have the link to the video in there, watch the video, it, it's just a really cool event, I think. But nonetheless, I am back as per usual, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. Uh, and it's funny, uh, this week's food for thought 
comes from the fact that we just concluded our 90 day challenge, not this past Sunday, Sunday before was the, the final day of our 90 day challenge. And this was a thought I was trying to get uh, kind of encapsulated in the heads of my 90 day challengers uh, for the entire time that we were doing the 90 day challenge. And it's a fairly simple idea and concept, but in execution, it's a bit more difficult than that. And the idea is pretty simple, very simply, fall in love with the process, fall in love with the process. So to illustrate my point here, I'll give you a, another old adage uh, that is related and kind of helps encapsulate this mindset to me, right? When a person loves running, they'll run longer and they'll run harder than the person who loves the destination. So once again, when there is someone who loves running, they will run longer and they will run harder than someone who loves the destination. Because the destination is important, but the process to get there is what's more important. So we had some really great results in my school. Um, it's kind of funny, we, 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 uh, we, we kind of were down to one category, we had most improved in front of us. And myself and my team, we were looking at the pictures and there seemed to be one kind of far and away winner in first place. But then everything after first place was kind of a toss up, not because there were not because, uh, you know, it like not nobody else saw a great results, but the fact that there were so many people that saw good results. And finally, we narrowed it down to like two other people. So we had a first place picked out and then we narrowed it down to two other people. And then it was a, it was a good long debate for like 15 minutes about like who who of these two, which one's first place, which one's second place. And we went back and forth a bunch of times, you know, like I convinced them a little bit, then they convinced me a little bit, and then we convinced ourselves a little bit. And we finally came out with our first, second, and third place winners. And the thing about the challenge is the results don't live in 90 days. They don't. Right. They live in what you build that comes beyond the 90 days. For example, uh, last year, my winner, uh, his, his name is Brian, and Brian is the father of Catalina, who competed in Swing for the Stars. Nonetheless, Brian came to me just the other night, and he was talking to me about, swing for, about the 90-day challenge, and you know he was doing it himself because um, he knew he couldn't commit to the meetings and everything like that but he still wanted to be feeling it along with the team. So he kind of did like a side 90 day challenge, you would call it, even though I would encourage someone like that, join, join the thing. Cause you can, you, you can get in, you can get involved in the group chat, involved in all the events that we're going to do and everything else. Nonetheless, um, he was telling me, he goes, you know, from my lowest weight at the end of last year's 90 day challenge, I had put back on about five or eight pounds, not a ton, just five or eight pounds. And he goes between the holidays and you know uh, some job stress at the end of the year. I just found myself out of kilter. So again, put on five eight, maybe, well maybe even call it ten pounds, which again in the general scheme of things, not that much. We're talking about far less than ten percent of his body weight. We're talking to probably somewhere in the range of like five percent of his body weight, not very much at all. Um, especially when you see it's been a, when it's been a whole calendar year that he put it on. Very small change. And he goes, you know, I wasn't happy about it. He goes, I was really happy with what I achieved. So I wanted to make sure that I did it again. And he actually got below his best weight 
again. And it's not like Brian was in terrible shape uh, at the end of the last night of the challenge. He was in good shape, right? He was pretty lean afterwards. And he got down even a little lower than he was simply because, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to do this again. And it all comes back to the idea that I wanted to establish today, the idea of falling in love with the process. When you are the person who solely focuses on the result, the result can be short-sighted. I'll give you a silly example. If you have yourself a 401k or an IRA account where you're dumping money into it for your retirement, and it is in some way tied to the stock market, one of the most frustrating things that you can do is look at that money on a daily basis. Because when you do that, you're going to see how the market swings up and down day to day. Now, we know over the life of the stock market that it is average 10% returns every year for the entire life of the stock market. Again, that doesn't mean that it can't crash. That doesn't mean that you can't be one of the, one of the few years. It doesn't mean you can't retire in one of the few years we've had with negative growth. But nonetheless, over the life of the, the stock market, average growth is 10% a year. I digress. If you're the type of person who checks that money every single day, you're going to watch the money do this up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And it's going to be so frustrating because you're going to look at just the result. Man, I want this much money when I retire. I want to have, I want to have a nest egg of this, or I want to have my stocks paying me dividends of this, whatever the case may be. And if you check it every day, simply looking at the size of the number, you're going to lose your mind. <laughs> right? Just, just is, right? There's no way that that can't drive you crazy because you're so results driven. But if you fall in love with the process and maybe you still do check it every day, but you're looking at what positions are up, what positions are down. Okay. Maybe I got to take a little money out of this position, put it in this position. Okay. I know this is down today, but why, why am I down today? Oh, it's just those three stocks that I own right there, but I know those stocks, they're going to bounce right back up. Right? If you fall in love with the process, it can be a very entertaining process for a very long time. And that's true for your, your retirement account. But the same is true with health and wellness. When we get too results driven, when we think solely about the scale or our reflection, when those are the only things we're thinking about, those things, the short-term goals can be very frustrating. Because if you weigh yourself weekly, there's going to be wait, weeks, excuse me, where your weight doesn't drop. Maybe it stays the same. Maybe it even went up a little bit. Now, you're so results driven. You're like, what did I do wrong? Because you're only thinking about the results. So now what happens? You go and you mess with your process. And because you mess with your process, usually, either you're going to get one of two things. You're either going to get a dramatic change in homeostasis, therefore your body goes, ah, and drops some water weight, so you're going to see a big drop off the next week. Or you mess with the process so bad that you gain weight again. Or you find yourself on another plateau week. Neither of those is a desirable outcome. But instead, if you fall in love with the feel of feeling healthy, if you fall in love with eating healthy and how your body responds to it, if you fall in love with resting properly and how your body recovers based on that awesome rest, when you put the focus there on the feel 
on the process on, okay, I didn't sleep so great last night. What did I change? What was different? What can I, what are my process? Can I adjust? When you fall in love with the process, then what happens is those stocks reinvest. If you take my analogy, right? The process reinvests, the process renews, and it keeps you moving in the positive direction, which is what it's all about, right? Someone doesn't get in shape in 90 days because they take a fad diet and adhere to that fad diet for 90 days. Because if they did do that, they don't maintain a healthy lifestyle afterwards. Think about so often the competitors from the show, The Biggest Loser. They take an extreme lifestyle where they are not eating well, they're not exercising, they're basically doing nothing for their health. And then they hit the opposite extreme lifestyle where now they're exercising an exorbitant amount per day. They're going to a tremendous cal uh, caloric deficit because honestly, we never really learn. If you ever watch the show, you never really learn about what they're eating or how they're eating or what they're being taught to eat. They're just putting themselves in a caloric deficit. And then you find out when it's coming to be weigh-in day, well, they're starting to dehydrate themselves. They're not drinking any water that day or they're, you know, doing, they're not eating that day. They're not doing any of these things that are leading to long-term success because the only thing that matters in that show is the results. So all that matters is the number you put up on the scale, right? But are you learning what to do for the rest of your life after that show? Because if you're on The Biggest Loser, let's say you're on the show, let's just, let's pick a number off the top of my head. Let's say you're on The Biggest Loser for 20 weeks. I'm just picking a number off the top of my head. If you're on that show for 20 weeks, right, that's less than a year, obviously. So if you're on that show for less than a year of your life, does your life end at the end of that show? Hopefully not. Hopefully there's decades left on the other side of that show. And if that's the case, you want the knowledge, you want the systems, you want the processes that you can follow through on for the rest of your life. I hold pride in, my, in the fact that my last year 90 day challenge winner didn't need me to hold him by the hand. He was able to do it all by himself. Now, again, I would have loved if he was part of the group. I digress. But the fact that he was able to do it on his own shows me that he learned the process, that he became, the process became part of who he was, that he knew how to renew and refresh the process. And that's the thing. When you're eating better, when you're exercising more, when you're resting and recovering better, you're hydrating better, you're doing all of these things in your life better, you're supplementing better, right? You're, you're doing all the recovery things like stretching and foam rolls, all this kind of stuff. You're doing all that better. When you're doing all these things better, you feel better. Yes, there, there's a result. Obviously, there is a result. But the result is not the quantifiable result. It's not like you're stepping on the scale and you're like, oh, look at me, I'm down X amount more weight. It doesn't happen that way. Because eventually you get to a point where your body's super happy, super happy, right? Where you're as lean as you want to be. Maybe you're seeing abs. Maybe you're, you're seeing definition in your arms and stuff. And that's great. Are you going to strive to get even leaner than that? I don't think you are. Right? We know once we talked about a ridiculously low body fat percentage, that's something that requires elite level work in terms of caloric intake, in terms of, of nutrition monitoring, in terms of 
exercise and so forth, right? The kind of thing I'm talking about people who look like fighters when they, when they get on the scale to fight, um, to weigh in to fight, I should say, right? That's a level of lean that most of us don't ever really see. And if we do, we see it very temporarily like that, because again, that's not sustainable. That's not, that's not part of the, that's a small process, the part of a bigger process, right? But when you get to that happy weight, to that happy body fat percentage, to that happy stuff, where you're really happy with how you look, where you feel great, it's not like all the work goes away. It's not like, okay, well, now I look like I want to look, so I can eat as much pizza and ice cream as I want. Yay! No, it's not like that. Instead, you, you have to maintain the process. And that's why falling in love with the process is such a great thing. Let's take this idea in a martial arts direction for a moment here. Right? When it comes to our punches, our kicks, our jujitsu moves, right? our kickboxing skills, every single one of those things is repetition driven. What I mean by that is very simple. There is no way to cheat from not knowing it to mastering it without tens of that, without, without like 10,000 repetitions in the middle. No way to do it. And wouldn't it be amazing if we could all just like download it into ourselves, like in the matrix? It doesn't work that way though, right? Mastery only comes with repetition and then refining on top of mastery. That's a whole other level of skill. So with that in mind, if we're thinking about that, then what we have to realize is it's not like someone should walk in the door of a martial arts school and think to themselves, I'm going to be a black belt. It's great. I'm going to be a black belt. Because then every day that they don't get a belt promotion, training's useless to them. But what should happen is they should fall in love with the process. They should have the days where they come in and they train and they're putting in their repetitions. And maybe they don't see themselves getting better. Maybe they're not able to wrap their head around it perfectly. Because if you're getting yourself in shape, you don't see the difference in the mirror day to day. And the same is true when it comes to growing martial arts skill. You don't really see the difference from one training session to the next. That's not the way that it works. Instead, what happens is you get a small amount better at that training session. We always aim for 1%, but you get a part that your eyes can't measure. You get that much better. And then the next class, you get that much better. And the next class, so on and so on and so on. And what happens is progress grows like snowfall. It's not like... You go to the window and there's pure, beautiful grass. And then you go back to the window two minutes later and there's 18 inches of snow on the ground. It doesn't work that way. Snowflakes fall. And even if there's a ton of them falling, you can't actually sit there and watch them accumulate. You're not going to see them grow. Your eye can't detect how quickly the growth is happening. The same is true with the growth of skill, which is why we need to be in love with the process, not the result. If we're thinking solely about, I can't wait to master this. I'm going to be a master at this. I'm going to think there's no mastering. We're forgetting all those other ones we got to put in the middle. And there's a long way between that. And this is true with any skill that we learn. I like to think I'm a lot better at podcasting 170 some odd episodes in than I was at episode one. And I was at episode seven. And I was at episode 50, right? Because I've got more repetitions in. The same is true when it comes to like, the commentary I do for Flex Fights, I think I'm doing the best commentary I've ever done now versus in the beginning. And it's not like I didn't do it well in the beginning. I just did it as well as someone who had done it once or twice or three times. 
Now I'm doing it someone as so now I'm doing it as well as someone who has my background and my skill set can do it with over a year of experience. It's different, must it much different, right? It's not like I went into every single one thinking this is going to be the best one. It's just going to be the best one so far. Because the next one, that one will be the best one too. But it'll only be the best one so far until I replace it with a new one. And so on and so on and so on. And that's the same when it comes to our martial arts training. It's not like this arm bar that I throw in my jujitsu training has to be the best arm bar I've ever thrown in my life. It doesn't have to be. Just got to be the best one so far. And the next one after that, the best one so far. And the next one after that, best one so far. And that's the process. The process is I'm continually getting better. Now, if you asked me when I was like a green belt and I was learning arm bars a little bit, if, if I could see what my armbar looked like now versus back then, this level didn't exist to me, right? It, it, didn't, it wasn't the kind of thing that my brain or my body could wrap itself around. There's no way because of all the repetitions in the middle. So we can't cheat the process, which is why we should love the process because the process is the thing that gets us better and it's the thing that maintains our skills. I still train every single week. I still do my kickboxing, my jujitsu every single week. And I do that. And it's not like I'm doing brand new skills I've never learned in my life every single time that I'm, that I'm in those things. Yeah, sometimes do I learn like a cool combination I haven't seen before? Sure. Sometimes do I do a cool sweeper submission I may not have seen before? Sure. But that's the minority of the time. The majority of the time is the stuff that I've seen. The stuff that I've seen over and over and over and over again. And it's not like I do those like, oh, man, I got to do those again. No, because I love the process. I know that I'm getting better. I know that everything about my skills gets better from those little things, right? It's like you ask yourself when you're young, what difference does $10 in my savings account make? It's just $10. Well, $10 put in a savings account, accruing interest. Added to with another $10, accruing interest, added to another $10. That grows really, really, really quickly, exponentially, which is why the process is so important, right? It's not like you're going to retire on that $10, but the fact that you're working your first job and you're putting $10 into that retirement account every paycheck, not a lot of money, but you started a process. And then what do you think when you get your second job where you're doing better for yourself financially? Do you think you're going to stop putting money in that in that retirement account, or you probably put this, you probably put the same, if not more, money in the retirement account? Of course you will, because you're in love with the process. And by now, you're starting to see the results of the process. See, and that's the beautiful thing about processes is they are feedback loops. Things go right. right? You follow the path. Things go really, really well. You see great results, so you follow the path, and you see great results. So you follow the path, and you see great results, which is why the process is so important. And it's why we have to, have to fall in love with the process. Don't get mired in the results. Don't only worry about the outcome. The outcome's coming. It's coming. But it's the process that's going to get you there. And if you focus on the process, you'll have way more fun on the way there. And you might even get there quicker. Or you might even get there more successfully. Or the outcome that you envisioned is too small. And you got something bigger on your horizon. That's why we have to trust the process. So whatever process you're involved in this week, make sure you're trusting it. Review the processes in your life. 
Make sure that you're trusting them. And if you don't have, if there's a goal that you have in mind, don't focus on the goal. Make a process. Focus on the process. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at senseileonelli, underscore leonelli, excuse me. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can find everywhere I am on the, the internet, including our sponsors, including Swing for the Stars, uh, including Flex Fights, all at my link tree, linktr.ee slash senseileonelli. You can find my school online at tskSmithtown.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash TigerShulmanSmithtown. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. And please, guys, make sure that you guys leave your rate and review. It just helps. Subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday. Most importantly, the thing I cannot ask you for enough, please share the podcast. Right? Nothing lights up my, my, my heart more than when I see that someone thought enough of the episode to have shared it in like their Instagram story or something like that. The more people listening, of course, the happier camper I am. I don't do any advertising for the show. Word of mouth is the only advertisement that we have. So if you enjoy what you listen to, please share it. Other than that, my friends, until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.